It was a very emotional day for me and my partner uh, because everything was fine. The Next Door Podcast. Welcome back to The Next Door Podcast. I am Bestie Next Door, and I'm like your bestie next door. If you like your tea to be extra, extra sweet, then this place is not for you because we like our tea to be sweet and bitter. Sweet enough that it goes down, bitter enough to wake us up. Now, guys, happy new year. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 2024. Guys, I feel like there's so much that we have to talk about. You know, it took me like a month or so to come back to you guys with a new episode because most of you guys know I was pregnant. And I just want to uncover a lot of things. But before we uncover all of that, I hope that you guys are currently in your journey to becoming the woman that you envision yourself to be as I was talking about, I don't know if you guys have me on social media or on Instagram, but I do make a lot of funny posters on Instagram and I do kind of like write a lot on Instagram. So I suggest you to follow me on Instagram, Bessie Next Door. I post a lot. Anyway, I post memes. I just write text. I just talk a lot. <laughs> I mean, I be typing a lot on Instagram. So if you want to like keep up with me like day to day, like when I'm talking and stuff, just follow me on Instagram. Also, um, if you don't have me on YouTube, subscribe to me on YouTube if you want to see me visually. But I know most people prefer audio, but there's other people that prefer visual. I did do a poll on Instagram um, about doing pre-recordings or versus TikTok live. And you guys mostly like my pre-recordings, like when I record and post it instead of like doing an episode live on TikTok because there's a lot of distractions. But when I do like this type of video, it's easier for me to be more focused on what it is I want to talk about. And um, before I get into, you know, a lot of people were asking me what's going on, what happened. Before I get into that, I want to talk about this thing that has been trending on TikTok currently. Who the F did I marry? The Who the F Did I Marry series on TikTok is exactly what I be talking about. You know, a lot of creators come on here and tell you guys that, oh, he should know if he wants to marry you within two weeks. He should know if he wants to marry you within six months. That's why I tell you guys, and I don't lie to you guys. I tell you guys a lot of things from experience. Take your time. I also have a Who the F did I marry story as well. And most of you guys already know the whole story with the Rolex. I don't want to repeat the story again. I'm not repeating it again. 2024. Go look at my old videos. But that's why I tell you guys, don't rush into marriage. Yes, you have to date with intention, of course. However, don't rush into it because you're not going to know who a man is until a year, two years. You're not going to know who he is because a man can pretend for as long as he wants until he gets what he wants. And there's a lot of African movies that show this particular thing that I'm talking about where a man will be so nice to a woman right before marriage. And then next thing you know, once he marry her, he acts like a total demon. That's why I'm saying it from my own experience. And there's another woman that's saying it from her own experience about Taking your time. Do not rush into marriage. I know a lot of us, a lot of women want to have the happy ending, you know, be proposed to be a wife. I know that's most, that's mostly a lot of women's dream is to be married and be a wife. You know, some women would not admit that, but most women would love to be proposed to and be a wife. However, as I mentioned previously, and I'm going to say this again, just in case for those who didn't hear me. In case you guys are not listening. You see, I'm pulling my ears out. When I pull my ears out like this, that means you should listen to what I'm saying word for word. When you are dating, 
you are also watching to see if that man is your potential husband and he's going to be a good father. Do not listen to these people online that are setting unrealistic expectations when it comes to marriage because marriage is not a game. It is not a game. You do not want to marry in to marry out. Marriage is not a game. You don't need to be, oh, he needs to know if he wants to marry me in two months. He needs to marry me in three months. He needs to marry me in six months. Absolutely not. As you are hoping for him to propose to you, you need to be watching him as well. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, sometimes it's better to avoid than to say, damn, I should have never. Let me repeat that again. It's better to avoid than to have the damn, I should have never. If only I knew better. It's because you didn't give yourself time, you end up in a shitty situation. And I want all of you guys to avoid that in 2024. Avoid avoid getting pregnant by a man you know that doesn't want to be with you. Avoid rushing into marriages. Avoid even rushing into relationships. Take your time. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. Anything you sprint into, you will sprint out so fast. Trust me, I've been there. I'm telling you things from experience. Even when I talk about this older guy thing, you know, a lot of older women try to teach to younger girls about, oh, you know, you need to date an older guy. I'm telling you from my own experience, don't even rush into dating older guys. Older, it shouldn't be about age. Don't think that, oh, because he's 40, he's 50, he's settled. Look at the Who the F Did I Marry series. It don't matter about how old a guy is for him to be settled. You get what I'm saying? Like, don't look at, oh, I'm, I'm only dating guys that's 40 and, 40 and up because they know what they want. They know what they're doing. I'm telling you right now from someone who did that, they will manipulate you and they will waste your whole, they will, see, let me tell you something. And I'm telling you the truth because I'm Bessie Next Door. A lot of these women are not going to tell you the truth and I don't know why, but I'm going to tell you the truth as Bessie Next Door. And I'm telling you, watch what I'm saying. If you want to fall in the hands of that and make the mistake, make the mistake. But if you're watching this or listening to this, you're going to date an older guy that is way older than you, and he's going to burn out all your youth only to tell you in your late 20s when you're ready to settle down and be married, he's not trying to get married because he's already been married. Unless that man is dating you because he wants to marry, don't waste your time with these older men. Don't date based off of age. Date based off of experience and stability because a man could be 45, 50 and not be stable. While a man is 20-something, he got it all going on. Trust me. Don't date for age. Don't date for, oh, I want an old man because an old man is going to, trust me, a young guy can spoil too. It's 2024. We're not in the early 2000s where, oh, it's only older men. Young guys are getting it too. Trust and believe. Okay? I wanted to just, I wanted to talk about that. I just wanted to like, get that rant out. You guys know how I used to do my little rant. I just wanted to rant that out because I've been seeing a lot of things, you know, not posting and not just sitting back and watching, consuming media and I've been seeing a lot of things happen and I'm just like oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness I gotta come back on but now we passed that segment um I want to talk about what happened with me and um you know um it happened just it's not even a month honestly it's not even a month um so most of you guys know I was pregnant and um unfortunately uh when I gave birth, it was a stillbirth. And for those who don't know what a, a stillbirth is, it's basically a baby that um, is born unalive. Um, it was a very emotional day for me and my partner uh, because everything was fine. And I'm sharing this with you guys because, you know, I'm being open. 
I'm not being too open to my private life because you guys don't know who my husband is. And I, w- I don't think I would ever post him because that's just too much. But um, I'm just being open with you guys because I feel like I want you guys to understand that a lot of things that I say to you guys, I actually live by. And I, I you know, I really didn't think I was going to cry. Even though this is pre-recorded, I didn't really think I was going to cry. I really live by. Um, so basically, to even give you a backstory, and I don't really owe anybody an explanation, but I'm just going to explain because, you know, this could be somebody going through something just like this, or I could help someone that's currently pregnant right now, you know? I don't know. But I'm just going to vent out. I didn't even open my water. <laughs> um, so I basically, my my son was due on the 12th. And I went to do my sonogram on the 2nd. And when I went to do my sonogram on the 2nd, they told me everything was okay. I'm like, okay, everything's okay. And I had my, I had an appointment the same day I, I was due. I had the same, I had an appointment the same day I was due. So I didn't really see the need to go in for another, like just randomly go in for another checkup in between. Because again, it's just a literally a week apart. And I was literally doing my appointments a week apart. Um, so on the 12th, I mean, on the 11th, the night of the 11th, I, was, I wasn't really feeling my, my baby move as much as he usually moves. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to the hospital a few hours. So let me just, like, wait. He's probably, he's like, sleep. Let me just wait. And um, when I got to the hospital, you know, a lot of people, if you haven't given birth or you don't have any kids, this is how they usually do it. When you come into the hospital, they check the fetus heartbeat first. That's the first thing they do before they start setting you up or giving you epidural, whatever the hell, whatever the hell they want to do. So as they were like, as they put the, um, as they ch- was checking to for the heartbeat, they couldn't hear it. So I had to go downstairs immediately for sonogram for them to check. They didn't hear no heartbeat. So they told me that, um, unfortunately, you know, you have a stillborn, you have to still give birth. Cause I was already in labor. I was literally already in labor. So it's like, you know, you have to give birth, but it's a stillborn. And at first when they said it, I, I really didn't have, I really didn't. I didn't really, it didn't register in my head at the moment because I'm I'm already in, in contractions already. So it didn't really register in my, me and my partner's head. It didn't really register in our head at all. We were just like, what? I'm like, so I'm like, I still have to give birth. It's different. Like, it would have been different if I had to maybe have a C-section done where I don't really have to see the baby, where it's like, okay, it just happened and I could just like, you know. But I think um, for me and my partner, it got kind of emotional for us when we had to see the baby and my partner really witnessed me going into labor and he witnessed, he saw everything. He literally saw everything. I told him that he should not look down. That was one rule that I told him. And he thought I was joking when I said this, just to make a little laugh or whatever. I don't want any, you know, I'm not, I'm not as sad as I was before, but I told him, don't look down. If you look down on my vagina, I'm going to stop the whole, I'm going to stop the whole scene and tell you not to. So funny enough is he tried to look in between my legs and I said, I st-. you know, what's funny. I literally stopped my compression. I literally stopped in my contractions and said, babe, don't do it. Don't you even do it. He looked at me like, ha, girl. <laughs> but he did it. But he actually did. And he told me, he said, I, once I saw the head, like, I saw the head coming out of you, I literally wanted to pass out. He wanted to pass out so bad. But um, thank God he didn't because he was literally, the, he was the only person in the room. Like, it's not like my mom was there. I only wanted me and him to experience that, like, have that experience. I wanted to give him that experience. And I also wanted to experience it with him. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, when my son came out, I was like, like when my son came out, I just, 
hysterically started crying. I was just like, oh, my God. my Like, they killed. I just started shouting. They killed my son. They killed my son. That's what I started shouting. Um, you know, it's not like my son, his head, like the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like one of those situations where it's like, oh, my God, the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck or anything. He... Like, he just gave out. And um, he gave out a few days before his due date. Now, had I had a responsible doctor, and I don't want to blame anyone because it's, like, it's so easy to blame. And I, at one point, I was blaming myself because I was feeling like, damn, had I had just followed my mind and just went to do maybe randomly do a sonogram, maybe I would have, you know, saved him. But um, maybe if the sonogrammer that checked me on the second had told me, like, hey, he's a little bit too long because my son came out seven pounds, but he was long. I'm 5'7", my husband is 6'2". So we're going to have a tall baby regardless. Like, we're going to have a tall baby regardless. Because me, even when I came out from my my pictures, when I was a newborn, I was long. I was really, really long. And my son was long. He was really, really long. So I think that, like, me and my friend, me and one of my um, close friends uh, was doing research. And apparently, I think that he may have lost oxygen somehow, somewhere. I don't know if maybe he was squeezing the umbilical cord and he lost, like, he was squeezing it himself. Or maybe he outgrew, he outgrew the placenta. But um, somewhere down the line, he didn't make it. Um, and it was a bit emotional to see him come out. He was gorgeous. Like, he had so much hair so much hair. I was shocked. I was even shocked. And, you know, um, it was just emotional for me and my husband, you know, we like cried, we cried, we spent time with him, you know, a little bit. And then obviously he had to go. Um, now a lot of people will wonder how can I be so strong and recover from such tragic or just emotional time. I'm a very strong person. I have a very strong mentality, and I believe that everything happens for a reason. Um, at first, sometimes it's hard to see the light in the darkness, but I always try to see the light in the darkness because I know that at the end of the day, it can't be dark for too long. It can't rain for too long, no matter what. And I'm saying this to anybody right now that's currently listening to me and have is currently going through anything in life right now. It's It can't last forever, and I believe that. And, you know, I've been through so much in my life to know that any time that I suffer a big loss is because I have a big win. Some people, I don't, you know, from what I've learned from this situation, and I'm going to tell you what I've learned probably towards the end. Let me just give you guys some advice. One, if you're currently pregnant, follow your body, follow your mind. Don't put your life and your child's life in your doctor's hands. When you do that, anything can happen. Anything anything can go left. So when you think in your mind that, you know what, maybe I should just go, just randomly go check, do that checkup. If you're thinking in your mind, maybe I should induce myself before my delivery date, do that. Trust me, you'll save yourself that what if or that blame. You see, at one point, I kind of was going to blame myself, but then I thought about it like there's nothing I could have really done, to be honest, because it's not like I didn't go to my appointments for two, three weeks. I really kind of was like mm, getting reluctant because they were telling me I was so healthy. But however, whatever God has written, it must be. And it's written that way for a reason. And personally, if I was to think about, damn, 
me being a mom right now, do do I when I when I found that I was pregnant, I didn't really think it was even the right time. I personally, I if 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 I'm to be transparent with you guys, because you guys, I'm, you guys are my, you know, I'm bestie next door. You guys, we we have a relationship now. We've been, I've been talking to you guys for like almost a year, two years, three years now. So we have a relationship. So personally, I didn't think it was the right time for me. I was like, oh my god, Jesus Christ! I just started the YouTube channel. I'm just like, you know, I'm getting into my motion. I didn't think it was the right time. And it just came at that time. And I had to slow. I literally had to slow down. I had to slow down because I was tired. I just didn't want to. You know, my style of how I was doing it changed a little bit. So am I hurt by it? Of course. Am I down about it? You can't knock a bad bitch down for too long. <laughs> you know, um, I am kind of down about it, but the the good thing is that I'm still alive, you know, because it literally, I it could have gone, I could have lost my life. And the amazing part about the whole labor experience, I'm happy that I was able to experience labor. And my respect for my gender is times 10 because ain't no way a woman can go through such painful experience painful and beautiful experience and then you have a a man coming to tell you about oh you need to start paying this bills or you need to start working after you give birth or i don't i ain't no way a man could disrespect a woman that has given birth ain't no way ain't no way it's such a beautiful experience a beautiful, beautiful experience. And even though I've experienced something that's not too ideal, you know, you know, the whole stillbirth thing, I still feel like it was a beautiful experience for me and my partner because we were able to connect. And I think that during my pregnancy, I had a good pregnancy, but the relationship between me and my partner was kind of like getting a little like, like I, I, I could not stand him. I could not stand him. My son came out looking like him. I could not, I couldn't just stand him. And it's not that my husband wasn't there. He was there. Like he was, he was always there. He was, it's not like he didn't want to do things. He always made sure I had the best, like the best of the best, the best of the best, even down to like going home, like going, going, like flying around. He made sure I fly in the best. I was driving, like he made sure I had the best, like delivered me water. Like, so I can't say that. I think that this whole experience brought us to like we we're like closer on another level. Like when you go through such experience with someone else, like a man, like such experience, I feel like he's my life partner, you know, and I don't want to talk too much about him because it's not about him. This is about me and, you know, the whole, my whole experience with, you know, giving birth and stuff like that. Um, I just want to say that, you know, now I'm on a journey to snapping back, you know. Um, the best part that I love, 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 and I thank God for so much is I don't have no stretch marks on my stomach, and my stomach is not saggy. There's nothing wrong with any woman that do have that. Please, don't be offended. I'm just saying my own thing. I'm just thankful. I don't have that, you know. Um, I do have a little extra fat on my stomach because I was eating a little bit more than usual. But, you know, I'm happy that at least that my skin, the the elastic on my skin is really good that I didn't like I don't have like a saggy stomach or like a loose stomach and I think it helped because I was walking my dog every day and things like that so I think that helped because I was really active as well so immediately after I gave birth my stomach went down like I I just went down I went down I kind of went down and I'm thankful for that you know so you know how I talked about this year is about accountability and transformation so you guys are going to watch me on my transformation journey as I like 
go through different phases, you know, and I'm going to talk about it a lot, you know. Currently, right now, um, the project I'm working on right now, I don't want to really say too much about it, but um, it's a course that I took, that I bought. And um, I actually put the link in my bio as well for any of you guys. I put the website link in my bio for any of you guys that's looking to get into content creating and just like looking to, you know, increase your income because I think that's something that's really important this year as well. As much as we talk about men, we also got to talk about us as well. I feel like when you when you are not dating from a place of desperation, I think you have better dating experience. When you're not dating from a place of desperation, a place of lack, you have better dating experience. And let me explain. I mean that when you are settled in life as a woman, like you're settled, like, you know, you have your own little income, you have your own little income coming in, you know, you could afford certain things for yourself. You'll have, you'll start picking guys based off who they truly are and what they can provide for you in your life as the man in your life. If I hope that makes sense. So I think that this year, instead of like, you know, I want to shift the energy a bit. Instead of like more so of, you know, um, he he has to have this, he a man needs to have this, a man needs to have that. You need to look at yourself first and ask yourself that. Ask yourself, do I have what it is that I'm looking for in men uh, in a man? And that's the honest truth. Because I feel like even as me too, when I talk about my my husband, right? I had to get to a certain point in life for me to even meet him. Cause I could you know, it's funny because but prior to me meeting him, we were literally in the same places. Like we're literally, in the, I could be like, let's say, for example, I'm in a lounge. I'm sitting here. He's literally down, down there in the same lounge as me, in the same club, literally. And there's been times where I will go back and I'll, I'll look at certain footage and I'll say, oh, my God, were you here? Were you around? He's like, yeah, I was down there. Look, look. At, and in and, and the footage, you know, when you're in a club and sometimes you're just filming the whole club, I literally will be filming the whole club. And I remember I was showing him a video. I was like, yeah, I was on in New Year's. I was in this particular place. And he was like, yo, look at me and my friends right here. And I'm like, wow. So that's to show you that until I got to the point of where I became the person I was, I wasn't going to meet him. And he had to become the man he needed to be in order to meet me. Because during that time when he met me, he just got a new brand new car, you know, brand new bands, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he, you know, she... It had to be given that. You know what I'm saying? So we both had to develop ourselves in order for us to meet. And that's the advice that I'm giving to you guys that are listening to me right now. You know you want a man. Yes. We all want a man. We all need a man. I don't want to hear no, I don't need a man. We all need a man. Just like how women need men, men need us. Ask yourself, and I'm going to end on this note. I don't want to end sad because it's not giving sad. 2024 is not giving sad. It's not giving, oh, oh I'm, I'm, I lost my baby, so I'm just, I'm sad. And I, no, I have to be strong. And I'm going to be strong for you guys. And I'm going to be strong for those of you who are currently mourning a loss or currently going through a hardship in life right now. I'm going to be strong for you. Because if I could be strong, then that means you have literally no excuse to not be strong for yourself. Whatever it is you're going through, pick yourself up and just keep going. That's, that's the best advice that I can say for you, and that's the best advice that I tell myself every day. I keep going. No matter how hard it is, don't allow the negative and the rainy season to consume you so much that you allow the whole year to be the rainy season. Remember, in life, there are different seasons. Just like in life, there's different seasons, just like how there are different seasons 
in the weather. If this year started out bad for you, doesn't mean that the whole year is going to be bad for you. The only way this year can be bad is if you allow it to be bad. And what do I mean? Let's say something happened to you in January or something currently is happening to you right now and you consume in that. Then you're setting the tone for the whole year. But you got to show the devil that, yeah, you think that because of this experience that you're going to knock me down and I'm going to be sad for the whole year and I'm going to start turning to you for help. Listen, it sounds, it sounds kind of cliche, but everything happens for a reason. And when something happens, you're not going to know the reason now, but months, weeks later, you'll be like, Oh my God, it's going to all make sense. I'm strong as I can be strong and I can move past this crazy experience. So can you, whatever experience you're going through right now, you can move past it with grace. Hold your head up high. 2024, we are growing. We are watering ourselves to grow bigger past our imagination. And I want to grow and develop right before your eyes because I want to be the example of, wow, Bestie, if Bestie can literally get through that and still come back on live and still come back online and still be laughing and, and giving us content and, you know, making doing this, doing that, then who am I to sit here and be in the house crying and sad about the breakup? Or who am I to be sad about this? Or who am I to be sad about the fact that I just lost my job? Who am I? Because nothing last forever it's just a season and i'm gonna leave you guys with that (laughs) if you're listening on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify thank you for listening if you're watching on youtube thank you for watching guys like comment subscribe talk to me on instagram i mean i'm sometimes it gets a lot overwhelming to see dms because i get a lot of dms and the requests and it just be a lot to respond to sometimes but Follow me on Instagram at Bessie Next Door underscore. Um, if you have me on TikTok, Bessie Next Door, just follow me. And guys, I didn't even open my water the whole time. That's crazy, right? And guys, you know the rest. Oops. Until we meet again. <laughs>